Hello, yeah. Ryan Evans, <laughs> again. <laughs> we must tell people before we go any further this podcast, this is our second take because we were talking for 20 minutes and I realised I've not turned the microphone on. Slight technical hitch. Slight technical hitch, but hopefully in that time you start to learn how to use this microphone better because that first one, put keep the microphone near to your mouth. We're also on YouTube, so a little wave to people on YouTube. The sculpture part this morning, this is the first time I've done a podcast outside. Are you impressed with my setup? I am actually because it's very simple. I thought it was very simple. Small backpack. Small backpack, recorder, two microphones. These things are called windshields. So hopefully people shouldn't pick up any noise, but there are a lot of geese at the moment. And they're coming closer. And actually they're coming they're coming closer. So they <laughs> must do you have something in your bag that's edible? <gasps> I do actually. I bet it can smell it. We're gonna be attacked by geese. <laughs> can you imagine that in the paper? Two walkers found what do, what do the geese do to you? Beaked to death. Beaked to death <laughs> in the Yorkshire Sculpture Park. Anyway, we are here at the Sculpture Park doing a podcast after doing a, one of our kind of, um, can we use a bit of coaching session? That's yeah, right. I yeah, we've so. done a bit of, we've done some coaching this morning, coaching. a bit of catch-up and coaching. But walkie-talkie, I call it, and we do these a couple of times a month, though. we go mm. out and we either meet someone like this or I come to your neck of the woods, we walk around there. We tend to get outside and talk about things and just review where we're at mm. and look at where you're going with your little... Goals, goals in life and stuff and projects and the sculpture park is beautiful this morning so clearly if you listen to this on on the podcast you won't be able to see and even if you're watching it on youtube we're actually sat against a wall so you'll see how bright it is it's beautiful and it's warming up quite a bit yeah it's lovely isn't it because we've been here since about nine o'clock it's about half past ten now and at nine o'clock it was frosty everywhere so it's been a beautiful morning and i thought this would be good because you've been on the podcast before haven't you yes second time yes and when you were on the first time, we talked all about the harp and your music and how you mm. got into that. No, well, that was interesting. I got some nice feedback from people who liked what you said and how you said it. But the one thing I wanted to talk about today with you, and specifically here, is the importance of exercise, walking, running, whatever, mm. outdoors, and the importance of being outdoors. Mm. Because I know this is something that is important to you. I know it's important to me. Yep. So I thought, what a better place to talk about it than There we go. Perfect park. surroundings. And yep. it'll give me a chance to try uh, the podcast mobilely. I'm trying to more of these, you see. Get out. I, I'm, I'd like to, I like to see what, how it'll sound different because we're doing it outside. Mm-hmm. Not just how the, it'll sound a bit different because it's not the same microphones, but also the energy it brings is different outside. Are you going to interview, interview random strangers? I have thought about, I might interview these geese. <laughs> <laughs> they clearly want to talk. They clearly want to talk to somebody. I don't think it's about doing random strangers. I'm starting to see that some of the most inspirational people I've met in my life are not people that you would class as inspirational people. Mm. They're not people that had a particularly, you know, they weren't, they weren't putting themselves out there as inspirational anything. Do you know what I mean? You've <laughs> got a tractor. There's a tractor now. <laughs> we look quite strange, don't we? Because we're in the sculpture part, which is a very um, beautiful part of the world. And there's people walking past with walking gear. And we're sat here with microphones and headphones. We're like someone from the BBC. Talking about Let's exercise. tell them. If anybody comes, we're from the BBC. Tell us about... Let's tell them we're doing, a, we're doing an article. Oh, no. Uh, what is it? On exercising geese. We, no, we've heard... We, we're, we're talking about the um, rumours that there's coronavirus. <laughs> has hit the geese. <laughs> in, in Isn't that bad, that? Oh, don't. Mask. Where's your mask? I don't have one. I'm just trying to... 
I, I, I see that it's, it's, it's almost started a bit of a, a mass hysteria. I'm sure it's very serious and nothing that where life's involved being lost is, is pleasant, but I think we have to get into context. You know, at the moment, it's, it just needs containing. Anyway, we're drifting away from what we came to talk about. We're talking today Terminal about... Terminal illness. Look, he's really got his eye on you. No, look, if it comes any closer, I'll just <laughs> give it the look. <laughs> the booty look and it'll disappear. I need to put this out for a minute. I'm getting very warm. So Rihanna's now taking a jacket off. How many jackets she got on? About three, I think. About okay. three. Come on, you. There we are. People don't want to listen to you really taking your jacket off. There we go. That's better. Thank you. Oh, there you go. You feel more comfortable now? Yes. I'm getting quite warm as well. How are you? Being outdoors is something that I found increasingly more important in my life in the last five years. Um, I'd never spent a lot. I, I used to like the countryside, and I used to spend a lot of time at the east coast of Yorkshire. Mm. And I liked being outside, and I used to think that being outside was, you know, you'd get out of your car, you'd walk up the seafront for 10 minutes, that was me being outside. But when I first met my, my, my Mrs. Sue, she was, she was big into walking, mm. and she said, do you fancy going walking? And then what I found was her idea of walking and my idea of walking yeah, completely was completely different. So her idea of walk, short walk was eight and a half miles up some big hills. <laughs> Mine was literally a walk up and down Bridlington Promenade. <laughs> So there was a small <laughs> issue when we first went walking. I think she, she sussed me fairly quickly. I mm. wasn't maybe the seasoned walker I had um, confessed to be. Mm. But since that time, I've done a lot more time outside and done a lot more walking. And then last year, I got into running. And I know you've got into running. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to talk to you because I've seen a massive change in your entire personality, your mindset, your focus. Yeah, definitely. Since Focus you started <gasps> exercising. Yeah. And since you started doing running and walking. And, you know, I think I'd like to think, say, I had a bit to do with that. Encouraged you mm, to get out with your trainers me, on. Yeah. Mm. So, can you remember the first time you actually did a run? Yeah, it was uh, just under a year ago, March. How far was it? Where was it? Mm-hmm, about 400 metres in at Digley Reservoir. So, Digley Reservoir is just outside yeah, Homeforth, isn't mm. it? Yeah. And I know that area quite well. I was walking there last week. So did you, so we, did you go all the way around it? How was, how, cause it's like no, no. I went up to the first gate from the car park to the first gate because I didn't want to be late for work. So the it first was just, gate? Yeah. It I can spit that far. <laughs> <laughs> it felt far to me. Um, and I didn't even have running shoes on or trainers or anything. I had my leather boots on. But I just felt like running just to see. So let's get this right. See, there like. you are, dressed... <laughs> Stop looking at the geese. They're not coming any closer. <laughs> Don't you worry. I will deal with the geese if the geese arrive. <laughs> anyway, that first run you did, how did you feel after it? Physically? Did it, did it feel hard Just, on your body? I, I enjoyed the feeling of my feet stamping on the floor and, yeah. Yeah. I remember my first run. to try again. I remember my first run felt so uncomfortable. Oh, really? I, I'll tell you why I couldn't breathe. The, the biggest thing for me is I've always been slim. So people, I'm tall, I'm mm. six foot one, and I'm very slim. So people assume because you're tall and thin, you must be fit. Yeah. And the thing is, I was not. Mm. So I, 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 I kind of, the time I've been with Sue, I've started doing more and more walking, and I realised it wasn't really getting any better. I was getting a little bit better, but not enough. I was mm. still struggling. So I did my first proper run in November Actually, it was not. It was October 2019 mm. when I said, you know what? I'm going to actively go out running. Not because I wanted to run, because I wanted to be better at walking. And I thought if I improve my cardio, uh, fitness, running, that should translate into being a better walker. Mm-hmm. And I think the first time I did it, it was in, it was round 
you know where I live in opposite there's like um, a plain set of playing fields yeah. and there's a path goes round the playing fields and through the housing estate so I did about a mile through that mm. and I, from from the first probably 10, 10 or 15 yards I thought this is difficult I yeah. I, and I, I struggled to breathe mm, mm. I always remember seeing this this joke I resonated with on, <laughs> on Facebook he says I went out running today but I had to come back because I forgot something and his mate says to him what did you forget he says I forgot I was out of shape and I couldn't run <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I summed it up I'd literally I got out I got my, my shorts on and I got a jacket my got t-shirt on and I got my trainers on and, and literally I'd crossed the road gone a few metres and I thought I can't breathe mm, mm. so it took me a long time to 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 get into a situation where that started to improve probably by the end of the year end of 2019 I was starting okay. to feel much more efficient mm. so London, so that's yeah. your first time you went running yep can you remember the first time you went running properly as in you put a pair of trainers on and said I'm going out running no I don't think I can because I was already going to I just started taking it seriously from that point a bit more seriously and my swimming even more because I, I started taking swimming lessons last summer. And last week I did a tumble turn properly. Do you know, do you know what a tumble is turn is? Is that the is, one guys? where they get to the end of the, and they twist around the the and you and twist? You go un- under the water. You, you need to talk into the microphone. Oh, yeah. Hand. I'm no. trying to show you. That's I'm right. Sure, you go I, under. I get it. The, the hand. And you sort of twist I know, as I you know. turn. Or twist as you turn. Yeah. And I did You've been swimming a while now, haven't you? You must be like a yeah. tuner. No, I'm not. I'm getting faster. I'm getting faster. But don't make it competitive. That's all I can say. So you're running. You are doing um, You're doing swimming, running. And also you're doing a bit of walking. I'm getting into distance walking more. How I are you finding your walkers? I love walking. I love being out. I love this today. The mm. fact that it's it's a, a, fr- a Thursday. Most people, in fact, I don't look at this. The lady running down there going yeah. past. Like a gazelle, isn't she? She is. She, look, she's going uphill she's really g- fast. With a well, mug. She's, she's, uh, yeah, anyway. Nobody can see that. I don't know why. Anyway, but the part I'm making is there's very few people out today. It's early in the morning. It's about half past ten. We've been here since nine o'clock. We've already done a couple and a half, two and a half miles walking around. Yeah, but don't you get the feeling that you could keep going now? I can walk indefinitely these yeah, days. Yeah, it's getting started the first What thing, I wanted to it? try to get out of this podcast for people that are listening is there's two things. One is how does being outside, exercising, running, walking, or even being at the I mean, you can swim outside. I know you have done that this year, haven't you? Done some, I did or last some year, wild some, swimming, some yeah. wild swimming. How does getting outside affect how we think? Because for me, it's absolutely crucial to, to having clarity and well-being mm. and a good mindset is to be physically outside doing something on a regular basis. Mm. You're not feeling very confident about these geese, are you? No, I'm really enjoying <sighs> it. I, they're, so they're an audience. You've <laughs> look at this. We have an audience. An audience. <laughs> it's a podcast with an audience of geese. I think it's crucial, and I think a lot of people underplay the importance. The importance, and also mm. they, they complicate something that's really simple. I mean, this morning, what what have you got on? I've got a pair of running sort of trainers on. You've got a bit of a backpack and a and a, and a pair of shoes, and you don't need much to walk, no. do you, or to run? No, you, you probably pack a lot of stuff and then have it and then quarter it. I found that I was, when I first started running, and, and especially walking... You I took t- a laptop, I, didn't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> the first ever time I did a proper walk, I went up Penny Ghent. And it was, uh, this, was, this was going back to something like 19... Um, just bear with me a minute. Me watching, making some funny noises. I went up Penny Ghent, and it was in July of 2010. 
2009, about then. And I thought, I'll just go Penny again. I did about the three peaks of Yorkshire. Until I got there, I was unaware of how big these things mm. were. Because as soon as you'd never walked, this was, and I went up and down that. And in the back of my rucksack, I had things like, you know, laptop, mobile phone, um, you know, everything I needed apart from probably water and food, Sen- which would have been quite things, sensible. Yeah. But I, I <laughs> over the years, my walking's improved. I think when we first start off doing anything, we, we think we need too much gear. We don't. Well, if you've got you a pair did. of strong shoes, you can walk. You did the National Three Peaks last year, didn't listen, you? This, like, 2019 will go down as a year for me where yeah. I completely utterly caned running and walking. Yeah. I, was, I did over 1,000 miles, about 1,200 miles at the end of the year. Um, I did a phenomenal amount of walking. I did some great things. I experienced, but I had the ability then to be fit enough to enjoy it. What would you... Is there a walk that you'd really like to achieve? You know, like a I'd like to do the I'd like to do the Pennine Way. That's two hundred and sixty eight miles. I'd mm-hmm. like to do that in one sitting as in consecutive days. <laughs> I'd like to try that. Isn't that two weeks or something? You could do it in it depends how long you want to go. Mm. The, the the thing at the moment when I'm walking is I've got to a stage where a six mile walk, seven mile, eight mile walk were normal, then it became eight and nine. And and now it's become 12 miles is about what I'm looking to do when I go out. If I'm not doing 12 miles, I feel like I'm probably cheating myself yeah, a bit. Yeah, I agree. And like this circuit we've done here today, I mean, I remember doing this many times in the past, and I always found it difficult because it's quite a pull-up to the top of the, yeah. the hill up there. That always felt like a, it, took, it felt like it took all day. I remember the first time we met <laughs> here, which was maybe not last year, year before, and you, you struggled to get up there. You were breathing bad, and, you, you, and I just thought, oh, good God, you're out of shape. Because, again, you're, like, you're, not, you're not unlike me. You're quite slim. Mm. To the face of it, you assume slim equals fit, and it yeah, doesn't. it doesn't at all. No, my God, no. I, I felt a massive difference in my mindset and how I feel mentally, and my mental health, if you like, and how I feel about life and, and, and optimism by being outside. It's like today, even being out for a couple mm. of hours, I'm really starting to get it now, do you know what I mean? I get, I get the energy of being I know, outside. I know. And, and even you, I mean, I think it would be not unfair to say, when we met here this morning at, at, what, at nine o'clock. I was quite glum. You were glum. And and literally, what I, what I did was, you might have noticed, I just allowed you to get into the walk, yeah. just let you walk. We didn't have to say anything, you didn't have to talk. Because by the time we got to the top of the, the hill, which is kind of the, the, not the midway point, but it's it's getting to a stage where you're starting to go downhill towards where we are now, you start to come round, your energy starts to lift yep. because you'd start to feel them endorphins yes, run through your exactly. body. Yep. So like now, look at you, full of yourself. Bright as a button. Bright as a button. So you're, you're running at the moment. What are, you, what are you doing on a weekly basis? Because again, I, I want people to realise this is not about having to be particularly fast or go particularly far. Mm. It's about it's regularity. About regularity, consistency. I think if you can do 30 minutes, what, however long, however Every far you go in 30 minutes, because mm-hmm. if you walk in 30 minutes, you'll probably get two miles. Yeah, but you can do 30 minutes of anything. That's what I've... I tried... In, in January, I... Th- was trying to run pretty much every day. I realised I haven't got time for that with what I've got to do with work. So I'm trying to do at least two miles when I do run and maybe run four times a week because the pool is the most important thing for me. There's something about when I jump in, my whole body just goes, "Ah," and I just get straight in there. I feel like I'm alive again. Um, And it's instant. It's very quick. And so that's... I can't clock the miles on that, you know, on my Strava. No, but you, you no do app. know that, I mean, how long is your, um, how long is your session? At the pool? Yeah. Well, it's it's usually 
kilometer. No, but how long? How long in there? And Forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes to an hour. I think it's. I think it's if you, if you get, if you can get your head around mm. doing thirty to forty-five minutes of days worth of exercise, it's enough. Yeah, and you can split that because like last night I, I just I've had two days off running because I was full of cold and. I, there's one thing about being committed. There's the other thing about being stupid. Stupid, yeah. And I recognise. I was starting to get to say, "We're just fucking stupid here, son." You go out, you make yourself like more that. and more poorly. Because you have to ha- achieve that thing that you set for yourself. But yeah, but whether it makes I have you to ill be, or I, not. It made me. It, I needed two days mm. off, and then last night I thought I'm just going to go walk. So last night I just went walking. I was walking for about 50 minutes. Um, With a ridiculous amount of weight okay, in your backpack. I, I, had a, I had a 37 kilogram backpack. <laughs> well, I've, t- I've taken on this challenge. It's in it's in January next year. The Brecon Beacons, a part of the world you know very well, being Welsh. Yeah, yeah, beautiful um, part of the world. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. We assume just because you're from Wales, you'll know the Brecon Beacons. It's like saying you're from England, you know the Cotswolds. <laughs> I've never been there either. But it's, so it's doing it's doing a, a 25 kilometer. A route up, up up and down. It's one hill. You go up and down it twice. Isn't it an SAS route or something? It's the SAS Special yeah, Forces okay. Experience. <laughs> so it, Penny, what, how do you pronounce it? Because you do it much better than me. Penny fan. Oh, Penavan. Oh, Penny. Oh, Can Pen- you Pen-a-van. translate that, please? So it wasn't that different. Penny van and Penavan. You know, like a, anyway. So it's up and down Penavan. Make sure you say it properly, or oh. they'll kick you out. Well, I think when I get there on the day, the least of my worries will be the pronunciation of the hill. It'll be the up and down because <laughs> there's a, there's <laughs> the a chance as well because it's January. The weather will be conditioned to be difficult. So part of that is to to do this route carrying a, a, a thirty pound backpack. <laughs> Bear in mind, I get away with thirty pound because I'll be over fifty then. If I'm under fifty, it's a it's a thirty five pound plus water, which takes nearly forty kilograms. Oh right, or okay. forty pounds. So it's age specific. Yes. That's um, nice. I think so. That, you get you know, a pension and discount. <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm, obviously I'm 15 October. <laughs> so I'll have, I, I, anyway, it, what it is, is I would never have dreamed of doing anything like that a few years ago. But as I started my running and walking, I did start it really simply just by saying, could I do just some exercise every day outside? Because when I get outside, I feel better. Um, I found myself, certainly back end of last year, and I say that probably August, September time onwards. I'm just starting to get to a stage where I'm starting to sometimes feel a bit, a little bit glum. It fed up, you know. And I realised I wasn't doing anything physical. So by bringing the physical exercise in, I started to get that kind of excellent feeling in my head, which mm. makes me more, I think, crystal clear when I've exercised. Mm-hmm. And I do my exercise on a morning. When 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 do you get yours in? I, I'm better at night. So if I run around nine o'clock, I'm much, much faster. And I looked into it and there's research that says that it's good to exercise that time of night, that it helps you sleep. So it, yeah, it works for me. There's also people say you should exercise in the morning. Whatever, it's funny these days, because of the internet and the vast amount of information, whatever you agree with or what you want to believe, yeah. you can find someone who'll agree with it. I like it though. There'll be somebody who says they're actually having geese in close proximity to you. <laughs> it's good it for, for you. A better podcast. And there'll be other people that will be saying that geese in close proximity to you it's very bad for your, um, I don't know, they, they give off energy. waves or something that are not good for us. <laughs> You've, I've seen you change dramatically in the last two years. I really have. I've seen you improve no end. And I, I put a lot of that down to the, the way you've embraced the exercise. You've embraced the change. Because something about, if you don't exercise now, if you listen to this podcast, you don't exercise now and you want to exercise, there's got to be a change in the way we think in order for that to happen. Mm. You've got to make a decision that says, I want something that's, I want to improve my fitness. I want to feel better about myself. So there has to be a change in in your mindset around it. 
just stop making excuses and just do it. But I think a lot of people almost look at it as a... the Words like diet or exercise are seen in a negative way because we always think, oh, diet, that's terrible. Mm. And then we exercise, that's difficult. But actually, I'm starting to realise now that if you do it right, and I'll give you my belief of what right is, if you can exercise every day, people will say that's too much. But I've never pushed myself too far. I go at a pace... And I pushed myself to a point with me running or me walking where I could do it again tomorrow. Mm. Now, there are a couple of times this year where I've set myself a challenge to go deliberately quick. And I found that I am quicker. So it's not that I'm slow. I can be much quicker if I want to be. Mm. But what I'm trying to create is a consistency of doing it most days. Yeah. So I know you bring the pool in and you do running and you also do walking. Because yep. you did quite a big walk this weekend, didn't you? And I've started at the gym. A, a phrase... I thought I would never ever say, but I'm quite enjoying it because I can feel it today. I had a good, quite a good session yesterday. We've talked about this. Yesterday. You're quite a shoulders. You're quite a petite lady, and you've got very, very small shoulders and very small arms. And actually, a lot of what you do, especially in the work you do, would require shoulder strength. Yeah. So you need to be working on them, and yes. a bit of exercise will do you no, no harm. In fact, you'll, you'll start to feel the benefits of that. Gym work, yeah, definitely. But you've got now these things, so you've got this choice. You can go walking, you can go running, you can go to the pool, you can go to the gym. So you've all these things, all of which you're starting to get an enjoyment for, yeah. especially and the pool. And stuff that I can do at home, you know, not the pool, obviously, but the gym stuff you I can do at home. You need a big sink <laughs> or a, a large bath. <laughs> I've got, I, was, I have actually thought about turning my back garden into a, a lap pool, but, you know, that's a long-term project. Of all the Stop ridiculous things like you've that. ever said, that <laughs> rates up there in yeah, the top I can three. charge people. <laughs> Let's come and use it. Anyway, that was a dream. Um, no, but if I can do it at home quickly, like have a half-hour session of doing some planks, doing some, you know, just bell work, uh, squats, lunges, Barbell work. Like you that. see, there's bell work. Bell work. Barbells. Bells, dumbbells. Barbells or dumbbells. Dumbbells. A bell is a little um, golden thing that you tinkle. Well, I'm abbreviating. Okay. I think what you're doing is sensible because a lot of people put excuses into something. They'll say, I can't run because I haven't got time to go to the gym. Or I can't exercise because I don't have the equipment. You can get a good workout in with just your body weight. I got these dumbbells for three quid from Aldi, I think. You know, so money's not an excuse. People make excuses because actually what, what you have to accept is we feel uncomfortable doing something we feel we might fail at. Not, this is this is a right. real this debilitates an injury. Well, there is a bit of that, mm. but again, that's just another excuse. People, this is the reality. If you start looking at gym memberships, and you look at how people exercise, exercise regimes, or whether it's a gym that you go to, or whether it's some other element to do with physical exercise, there's always pictures of two people looking incredibly happy. Mm. like running along or people cycling and there's this happy smiley face yeah and they I make it look so easy it's not easy i think you have to remember <laughs> this any exercising involves some effort and for me you have to i keep it to a point where i want that effort to be enough to know i've worked out but not enough to put me in a you know in, in traction the next day <laughs> and i see people when i go to the gym and i don't go to the gym as often as i should and one of my intentions for certainly the rest of February and possibly March, and air place to start building up some upper body strength for this this thing I want to do in, mm. in the Brecon Beacons next year. I know you're going to go, and it's going to be a, a session that's difficult and it's yeah. going to be hard, but it's what happens at the end when you finish, you think, wow, I've got satisfaction, yeah. I feel good. Same with my running. Although I, I run, my, my st- you've run with me. My, my style is I don't run 
consistently. No, as in, you, I don't run all the time. You do splits. I, I kind of go. I go quick, then I'll slow down. Yeah. I go quick, I'll slow down. Occasionally, I'll stop. So I can cover kind of five kilometers, three miles, in under well under thirty minutes now. Mm. And most people who just plod along do that. But the thing is, it puts no strain on body because it's more like high intensity training. Yeah, that works for me because I don't like running non-stop, and I, I think it's bad for your body if you just kind of jog. Right. At quite a slow pace. But what also has happened by doing this is on a walk, I used to have to stop on a walk and have a sit down. Now I've done this with me running where I go fast, then I slow down. Mm. What I do now when I'm walking, I don't need to stop at all. Mm. So I can do a walk now and I'm just, I'm going all the time. Because the walking, even up big hills, feels a lot easier than it ever did because the cardio's got better. How has it affected your sleep? Do you think it's affected your sleep, the exercise? No, no. I, I sleep more deeply, definitely, but I'm quite stressed at the moment. I've got a lot going on. You're busy so, lady. Just at the moment, yeah. But do, can you ima- could you imagine being able oh, to yeah. take this stress on now without the exercise? That would be... You'd be... I would be in bed. mental wreck. I would be in bed. I wouldn't want to get up. Have you got to it yet with your exercise where if you don't go out, you feel bad? As in, not feel bad as in guilty, you feel you don't physically, feel physically well. I feel restless. Yeah, I get that. Mm. I, I yesterday, I, I, I took two days off. I took Monday off and Tuesday off from running. And yesterday I had to go walking. Mm. And because I just felt, it, I'd left it too long. Yeah, and I, I felt your like head I needed starts. it. Your head starts to go. Mm. It's one of those things that, instead of spending, people often, I've talked to you about this many times, about, you know, you, you find something, an issue you've got in your life and you think, why do I feel that way? Like, oh, I feel fed up myself. Why do I feel fed up? And you're asking yourself, quite honestly, what I call a bullshit question. Mm. Because you, your body, your mind will tell you, well, it's because you're not this, you're not that. Mm. It can be very negative. Mm. I've realised now that a lot of the way we feel is tied in with our physical bodies. What we do for exercise, how we move it, and what we eat. Because I can find as well, when you, when you go out training and you go running and walking, you don't come back and think, oh... I want four Mars bars and some some audible food to eat. You actually, no, your you body won't. seems to crave yeah. things like Healthiest rice stuff. and healthier food. Yeah. Um, I'm also finding that I'm drinking a lot more kind of water. Oh, I'm on five pints. Six, yeah, oh, six. because your body's sweating more Sweating, efficiently. Because yeah. mm. I didn't used to sweat. Well, I, I hated getting out of breath, so I never. When that happened, I used to stop. Yeah. That's when you should keep going a bit, isn't it? I think you have to. I often Push say that if, you, if you're walking or running. You, the, the 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 wise people, the people that if you're training, you should be able to maybe have a conversation with somebody next to you in, if you're training. Mm. If you're going flat out, but I've never I've never wanted to run to be fast. I've wanted to run to make me walking more efficient. And the beauty of this for me now is it's it's had this effect that because I can run and I'm running more effectively. I mean, I have done. I've gone out and run. I think my furthest I've run is about 16 miles. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, a bit of the stopping and starting bit, but I covered 16 miles in one sitting. <sighs> um, and I did that on the canal last summer. That lady's going past again. We saw her earlier on. The gazelle-like lady. Do you think she stopped? It doesn't look no, like No, she's doing it, circuits. She's doing circuits. <laughs> she, she might have had a breather. I I did 16 miles. Yeah. To, to I wanted to prove I could do um, a, a, an half marathon. I'm mm. never going to do an half marathon. I don't see the point. Because for me, I don't like doing events. Mm. I mean, I don't know whether... You, have you done parkrun? No, not yet. Right. I did parkrun. Signed run. up. Yeah, right. Well, parkrun is, is a really nice way to start your Saturday. Look. Oh, there's one lone geese. Here he comes. Yeah, getting... Yeah, we get it. Is this like the it goose report? It's <laughs> like... The goose report. No, I, the, the thing I liked about parkrun was the simplicity you know. of it. 
You, this is the one thing I've noticed with you. You've like got the attention span of a of goldfish. A, of a goose. Of a goose. No, but look. <laughs> I can see. I can see the geese. There's hundreds of them around. I just There's get geese quite everywhere. Excited about birds okay. <laughs> okay. Well, afterwards you can go and talk to the geese. Well, like Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> anyway, the park run for me, I think, has been really popular because bear in mind that started. It's it's free. You turn up. You run five k, three miles around the local park. On a Saturday morning, nine o'clock is when it kicks for off. For no in most reason places. other than just to be out with other people. People love it. It's not for money or no. You don't pay for it or sponsorship. It's people do it, and you can get a time. And it's, you can time. You get a do get a time. That's because when you've signed up, you'll get like a little ticket, and they zap that ticket. It's like a barcode. Okay. They take your barcode at end. So when they set the gun off, they, you let a, a bleep. It's not a gun actually. It's just like a, you know go, and they're like a, an on a, whatever horn or something, and then that's the time everybody sets off. And then when you get to the end and you get your, they scan your, your little ticket when you mm. get across the line and then they stop it. So it's relatively accurate. Okay. And I enjoyed it. And I've done it, I think I've done it three or four times. The reason I don't do it very often is, for me, the running is more of a, a personal thing. I'm not, I like, I've done it in the past when I've done it with members of me, of Sue's family. We mm. did it like one, one New Year's Day. It was really nice to do that. Mm. But walking and running in groups is something, I don't mind doing it, but I prefer solo running. And even solo walking, it's like today, you know, we, we've walked around here for an hour and a bit. Mm. We've talked some of it, but mm. a lot of the time you're just in your own thoughts, in your own world. Yeah. And I can go walking with Sue and literally we can be walking for three or four miles and not say a word to each other. Yeah. And I don't feel that, both of us agree on this as well, by the way, we don't feel that that's been rude or, you know, that's that's part of the, the process to yeah, be in your exactly. own world. Mm. So for me, although I, I, I've enjoyed the park and I have done other races, I've done the Leeds 10K a couple of times in the in the past. I love that feeling of getting out in the morning and as soon as my feet touch the path outside, my time starts and my walk starts mm. and my run starts. Mm. So it's so easy to do it. Yep. It's practical. Yep. So when people say, I haven't got time, I haven't got the equipment, That's it's bullshit. bullshit. Mm. Because the reality is, you can go walking, forget running, you can go walking in a pair of sturdy shoes. Even just get up 20 minutes earlier. Is there anybody That's these right. days that doesn't own a pair of trainers of some description or pumps no, or something? Exactly. So you have no mm. excuse. Mm. And I think once you once you understand that you're, the way we think, our mindset, our, our strength of thinking, our strength of mindset is tied in with how we physically are. Mm. Getting that 30 minutes in every day, which is all it takes me now, 30 minutes, yeah. is, is crucial. You know, I've often wondered if the doctor stopped giving out diazepam and what, what do you have that when you're on medication for anything they can give you instead of giving out medication when you to up your mood just say look yeah i'm going to prescribe prescribe 30 minutes running or walking every single day Mm. again yeah but for some people they've gone gone past that point i don't believe that i'll tell you what i don't believe i don't believe anybody can't improve their lives their well-being and their mindset by doing some form of exercise. Now, listen, I can go out now, and I'm a lot quicker than I used to be. I'm running every day. I am strong. I'm a strong walker. I have to say that I'm, there's a people stronger than me, and I will get stronger. But we're not talking here about going out and saying, run three three miles in 30 minutes. We're not saying go walk 24 miles in, in six or in 12 hours. We're saying go outside and move. Get outside for 30 minutes a day. If you just shuffle along to start with, mm. it's a start. Yeah, okay. There's all these excuses people give, and I, I'm i almost getting to rant here. Mm, I know, I can and feel I'll it tell you, And I'll tell you why. Coming here today, I mean, you've kind of parked in town and I've brought you here to save your, your little parking ten fee. 10 quid. It's 10 quid, and why not? Because <laughs> I, I have a... I have Shh, a. Don't tell 
I have a what the car, I have a, a parking permit here which allows me to park for free. But if you came here on a Saturday, even if you're paying the ten pounds, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can be here all day. You can walk around all this. You can experience these geese. Mm. You can look at all the sculptures. There's not just the fact that there's outdoors here. There's also this is a wonderful place to spend your time. I do know that. I do. And most of these people that complain about feeling not well. That complain about, oh, you know, my life's a bit shit, everything's terrible, I've got this, that, and the other wrong with me. Every, they'll spend their weekend walking around a fucking shopping centre, mm. buying dumb shit they don't need, yep. eating shit food from a takeaway. Come on. Me. Yeah. So even now, if you if you can't do much, if, if you're in a position, even if, let's say, let's assume you've got some real debilitating walking condition, you know, okay, people do generally have things that are mm. difficult. But when you can see people in the Paralympics, Doing a marathon with one leg or pushing themselves along in a wheelchair. I know. Come on, if they can do it, yeah. chuff me. If, you, if you're able-bodied, why can't you? So it comes down to this. You have to want it. If you don't want it, then you cannot complain about the, the position you find yourself in physically. You know, and we all know that eating terrible food, not exercising, has got an adverse effect on how we feel and how we behave and how we think. Mm. Yeah, people continue to do it. I have got to a stage now where a lot of what people's excuses are are rubbish. And you know deep down that they're just going to wait for it to get bad enough. When are you going to start running and walking? When are you going to get fitter? When you've had an heart attack? When mm. you've got diabetes? You always put it off, don't you? Find excuses. <laughs> I, I, um, people do. I, I have some people I follow on that book of face, the Facebook thing. Mm. There's people there that are not much older than me talking about things like oh you know now I'm old and you know I'm talking about things they've got wrong with them <laughs> and I think I'd be and I think so do you not understand mm. if you've got diabetes unless that diabetes is caused by some irregularity within your body that's that's based on something you've had I know people that have got viruses and it's given them problems with the um is it your pancreas what, what, what what's diabetes to do with yeah I think it's pancreas insulin okay. isn't insulin it? levels most people's diabetes comes from diet. Yeah. Fact. Mm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a choice of food has created the problem you've got. And equally, the choice of food can regulate it. So when people are taking medication and continue to eat shit, I mean, I, I, I'm always very careful not to get too... Because mm. I'm very harsh on myself, you know this. And, mm. and I think you're equally harsh on yourself, and I like that about you. Because there is a time you have to give yourself a kick up the yeah. ass and say, fuck it, we're going out today, we're yep. going walking, this is going to happen. Otherwise, you can spiral down into mm-hmm. feeling fed up. I know that, I've experienced that. You you did a walk on, where did you walk on Sunday? On Sunday around um, Shepley. And that was how far? Emily Moore, 13.5 miles. So you did 13.5 miles. In mud. I remember. We, In mud. Me, you and Sue went walking one week. And we took you up to a Studley, Studley, Pike. Studley Pike, which is just outside Halifax. And that was the first time you almost got to 10 miles. We got to 9 yeah. point something miles. Yeah. And that was the longest you'd done. And that wasn't that long ago. That was probably six months ago. And now you, you, you're regularly eating 12, 30 miles. So you can kind of see in even a short period of time yeah. how you've expanded and got better. Yep. That's because you did it regularly. Yeah. And you're getting the right gear now. You've got a very fetching jacket on. You've got a nice pair of um, TK Max trainers. Special, can I just say? TK Are you sponsored by them? £32. Yeah, but you see, because what you're doing is when you know what you're after, you get some good gear there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. headwear needs to be addressed. You know, I'm not... What, the 
these? Not the headphones. Sure. I'm talking about this <laughs> knitted. Did you nanny at that for you? <gasps> Stop it. What you started to do is you've embraced it. I've seen the difference in how you're thinking. I've seen the difference in your mindset. I've seen the difference in your physical and emotional strength. That, I believe, has all come from you making better choices with your exercise. Mm. Nothing you've done is extreme. You can go to the, if you know, if you, if you struggle with, your, if you're really, really overweight and you, you struggle with running at all, start off with the pool. Burn some calories in there. There's no excuse. There's people There's no that go in with sticks. They've got walking sticks and they, it, once they get into the pool, because it's supported, the body's supported, it just, it's like having a massage and a stretch for them. I am, I want to prove a point, which is, I've got to an age now where, because I'm 50 this year and you're not far behind me, let's be honest. I don't want to buy into that idea of it's 50, it's over, that's it. I'm in the twilight of my life. I feel right now I'm I'm the I'm well I know factually and from a from from a statistical perspective I am faster and stronger than I have ever been in my adult life. Mm. And I'm nearly 50. And I want to think well hang on I'm going to continue because for me walking is something I can do indefinitely. As long as I can stay moving, why can't I walk? I just walk slower. You being outside is a tonic. We connect with nature. This place here, the Sculpture Park, is a special place for me. I've been here, I used to come here as a kid. I would come here when I was 12 and 13. Mm. You know, that's a long time ago now. It hasn't changed much. It's got more modern. There seems to be more geese. Um, <laughs> they've all moved over there, have you noticed? They've all gone away. They've taken one look at your yours and said, I'm not having about there. That woman's clearly not right. It, well, here we go. This okay. is what you call karma. Yeah, well, karma. Yeah, it's coming to get you for saying that about my hat. Being outside <laughs> is important. You've embraced it. I think when we talked last time on the podcast, we talked about your harp, and I think, you know, that would have been story. I think what's interesting about you is how you've taken on these challenges of not always feeling 100%, of having moments when you felt quite low, and you've attacked them, and you've said, you know what, I'm going to do something about this, and you've taken responsibility and done something about it. Yeah, I always do. I go quite low, but then that just means that there's something wrong and I need to sort it out. But that's what we've started to learn to do. We've started yep. to recognise that and do something about it. You're yep. not taking medication. You're not having any false kind of hopes being given by alcohol, drugs, no. anything like that, smoking. And Occasionally quite, chocolate. I do fall a bit well, with chocolate. Well, there's, there's, there's some know. benefits to chocolate, as long as you eat the right chocolate. I think if you're, if you're making a... <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> look, everything... People say this, everything in moderation. The reality is people don't understand what moderate is. Mm. I had a Mars bar last night. Did you? Well, I was doing some cooking for the kids at the school and it, because it was the last I have 10 sessions with the kids and then a new class comes and it was my final session with these kids and they'd be really well cake. so they would say can we have Mars bar cake so no. I'm a Mars bar cake and I said to them <gasps> I'm going to say well I said to them well I'm going to say to you and you're exactly right I said to have this occasionally is not a problem mm. if you have it occasionally a small amount and I said let me tell you how often I think occasionally is once or twice a year yeah, yeah. and one piece yeah what people are doing now is they're saying, well, you know, I only I only drink on a weekend. So people say this a lot. So what they do is they don't drink during the week, but then get absolutely mm-hmm. trolled yeah. on a weekend. It's so bad for your body, isn't it? And then it takes a lot longer to come round. Mm. And we have to understand an odd bucket of M&Ms, a few M&Ms is perfectly fine. Mm. In my walking rucksack, I always carry jelly babies. Mm. Two reasons. One is if you ever need a big burst of energy, they're there. But I can have a pack of jelly babies that lasts 10 walks. Mm. Mm. 
And yet other people can get a bag of... Some of my, my son, George, can buy a bag of Jelly Babies in Tesco's and, just and by the time the car's out the car park, yeah, he's yeah, next to half of them. Mm. I keep saying to him, do you understand what you're doing to your body? Yeah, the sugar. And it's like they don't care. Mm, mm. So I think being outside, understanding that exercise is good for your mind is something I really want to push this year with people I'm talking to on this podcast mm. and the stuff I'm putting out. So if you go onto my Instagram, you'll see there's pictures of me walking again with a selfie again and the famous feet, the famous legs. <laughs> Tell us about your legs, Karen. Right. <laughs> there's a guy that I used to listen to his podcast called Jocko Willick. And Jocko used to get up on the morning and take pictures of his watch. 4.30am, get me some. He's a marine. Get me some. Get me some. You know, they use words like this. It's like gung-ho, <laughs> very, very male, big butch, nasty-looking bastard is, 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 is Jocko Willink. But people love his kind of idea of discipline and his freedom. Hmm. It's followed by a lot of Americans that all, you know, get me some, and, you know, hoo-ha, and all this kind of, <laughs> I don't know what they do. You know what I mean? And, and basically, he takes a picture of his watch, and it's in his show watch, like I said, it'll be 4.07, get me some. You know, 4.15, time to get me some, you know. And then he'll set you up. Get me pictures. some jelly babies. No, get me, get me some exercise. And then there'll be pictures of like um, a mat with like droplets on it. And it'll say things like the aftermath. Oh. So I don't know what the aftermath of what. He's wet himself, you know, he's thrown up, he's sneezed. I'm guessing the point he's trying to make is he's been sweating because he's got yes. himself some. I got me some. <laughs> so I thought, he's done the watch. I don't want to do that. So I thought, well, I'll live in morning. He's put pictures of my feet, my feet on the floor. Hmm. Got you some. Got me some. I put that in yet. And I just thought, do you know what? It's just it's, what I wanted to show on my timeline is I don't just do these podcasts. I don't do the talking and speaking. I do about mindset and physical fitness. I don't talk about it. I physically do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this morning, Every day. I've, now, I've done three miles. Okay, it's not a lot, but I've done three miles carrying this backpack, which is quite heavy. You know, last night I was out doing the three miles with the heavy backpack. Mm. You can go on to Strava. I can't kid that thing. Mm. You know, even if you think, oh, he's only putting these pictures on, on Instagram, go on Strava, check me out on there. Mm. There's an, everything's logged, everything's done, and I'm showing consistency. Because what I want to get across to people is you can turn your life around in a heartbeat <coughs> if you make a decision to say, right, I'm going to take control of my physical mm. health. You see, the thing is, your happiness, your health, your finances is your responsibility. It's mm. only yours. Mm. And we can blame other circumstances. Always, always. But actually, what if it is just down to you to resolve? Yeah. So two years ago, I was an okay walker, but I needed to be better. Now I've done something about that. And every single day going out is me showing that. So when people see it, I know I've had, I've had messages on me Instagram and on Facebook from people saying, because you put this on, I've gone out and done some running. That's all oh, I want to really? do. Really, that's amazing. Even if you just got them out, somebody and uh, generally people I've worked with in the past. In, hey, Booty, I've been out and I've done. I've, I've just done this and I'm doing this and I've done hundred miles this month. Because I'm trying you to encourage them. people. To, I don't see anything, and I've never set out to be inspirational. I don't set out to be. I can be motivational. Mm. I know enough stuff to be able to throw a load of quotes at you. You know, get me some. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I'd rather be a lion than a sheep. You know, all this shit. The reality is you, motivation and inspiration only will get you going. Your own mindset keeps you going. Yeah. And just the fact that people are seeing this and doing something is exactly what I wanted to do it for. Because I said, you know, it's not difficult. Mm-hmm. And everything I've done, like, you know, I lost two stone of weight last year. And that people telling me it's hard. I said, well, hang on, I'm thin anyway, and I can mm. lose two stone. Mm. I just proved eating differently. It's not hard, is it? So it's a decision you make. I'm, I'm, I'm all for people that are, that are encouraging people to improve. But for me, you can only talk about and be credible 
about anything if you've done it. So if you want to see my thousand and two or whatever many miles last year, go on to Garmin, go into Strava, the miles are there. Mm. This year I've done 130, maybe 140 miles so far. I've had a couple of days off, it would have been more than that. You can go on to Strava, they're all there. There's no lying. The only thing that pisses me off with Strava right, is it doesn't, it doesn't, t- it doesn't log your walking as, you as your miles. As you run, don't you? So what ends up happening is I can see how many miles I've done this year on Strava and it'll say something like 1,000, but it'll say, if, if on a public profile, it'll say 700 because it doesn't count there. Yeah, okay. But it'll count cycling. Really? I think they've got an issue with walkers. Oh, dear. So I might have to identify as a cyclist or something. I don't mm. know what the modern word they use is. You've been a pleasure to work with because you've done stuff, you've gone out and done it, and you always do it with a cheery attitude. I, I don't, you know. I sometimes have a grump on, but I still do it. But you've done it. You <laughs> keep pushing through it. It's hard. The thing about this exercise is it's not easy at times. Sometimes you have to push. But always remember, it's that bit when you get back and you get your shoes off and you get into the shower and you think, do you know what? I've done that. <sighs> yeah. The condor moment. you remember that? Got from me the some. Got I me some. Got me some. I got me some. Anyway, look, it's going to be... Condor moment. What? Before we finished. What's the condor moment? When Them cigars. Remember that? They used to that when they play... Dum, dum, dum. You know, the condor moment when they used to, s- to actually there were cigars back in the 80s when advertised yeah. the condor and it played that kind of energy string. or something oh, it might be energy string whatever it is but it is. There's that, he sort of sat there this is when smoking was allowed to be advertised back in the day when, it was a, when, it, when nobody realised it was a bad habit um, and they used to have a condor moment so it's that moment you get back you go ah I get condor and milk tray mixed up because it's a similar kind of it was a similar thing wasn't it a man puff, with a puff of smoke oh with a twat with a, a black pole in it jumping yes. off back of a thing to leave some bitch <laughs> a £3.99 tray of chocolates <laughs> that are shite anyway <laughs> <clears throat> I always find the advert ridiculous because you know if I've if I've gone through shark infested ocean and, and, and gone through all these security guards jumped onto a ship and dropped my chocolates off you know I'd expect a better thank you than he got. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just leave a little card in here. It's the same thing all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I miss the television the in the 80s. Milk tray man. Milk tray man. Right. Mm. Any big aspirations this year for your exercise before we go? What's, have you got anything on your... you Snowden, name? that's the main one you I would really like to try. Do you yep. know what? I'm going to say this here. We'll get you up Snowden. You can join the Trigon Trail crew. That's... <coughs> My, mine and Sue and my Sue's little ideas this year to Trig and Trail you love Snowden there's a couple of nice tracks up there done Snowden now um, twice you have yeah mm. I did it once on the National Three Peaks and I did it once with uh, Sue's family in about 2018 uh, no 17 it's a great uh, it's a great trip up there yeah it'll blow your mind right <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a big hill it's the biggest mm. hill in Wales mm. Lil's got a lot of big hills in Wales and when you get to the top, you're quite tired and you've got sometimes sore feet and you're aching. And you get to the top and there's like the, the trig point. Are you going to ruin this for me? No, I'm Experience. just going to make you aware okay. of what to expect when okay. you get there. So you get to the top and there's this trig point and there's hundreds of people. There's anything. a cafe. And then they've got like flip-flops on and shit. <laughs> and they've come up on a train <laughs> and they're sat up there taking a selfie of themselves on the top of the highest peak in Wales. Like they've just like they've ju- And I'm thinking, oh. hang on, you have not earned that right. I get mm. funny with shit like that. Because if they mess up my walk by, so get out of the way. Mm. Mm. But yes, you can, and as you're coming up to the last bit, the last quarter of a mile, you can, there's a train goes up and sometimes they're all waving <laughs> at you. Hello, hello, you're thinking, you lazy bastards. I've walked up here. Get out of there now, get out. And they have the I've been up in the train as a kid. 
the realest, the strange experience for me is afterwards we'd gone to the top and we, we did the trig point thing and then we went inside. It was literally like walking into a transport cafe. There's a cafe there, there's a gift shop. It's <laughs> on top of this mountain. <laughs> it's a great holiday. And I, I have been there at night as well. I've, I've, I've seen the sunset at Snowden. That's beautiful. And you've done, what do you call it? This is another story, but what's that place called? The uh, Zip World. Zip, I did the, the world's longest, Ooh. fastest zip wire. I would terrify. That's for another podcast. Isn't Wales amazing? Well, you know, keep going back ca- there. Carrying a name like Garth all my life because I had some. Got um, to, yeah. I have, I have, I have Viking blues. I have Welsh heritage. Mm. Grandad, in fact, my grandad was called Grandad Evans. Evans. Reginald Evans. Reg Evans. Reg Evans. I'm sure we're related. Yeah. And my um, my grandma was called Gwen, which oh. is a fairly Welsh name, isn't it? Yeah. Gwen Evans. That's amazing. I mean. It, I, I do like the area. I don't go to Wales often enough. It's one of those places that I, I, I love North Yorkshire. I've been to Scotland more than I've been to Wales, but I've got Welsh heritage, so mm. maybe I'll do more. But I, you know, well, let's do that this year. Let's make sure you get up Snowden. Yeah, I'm, I'm At some point, we have actually said this year as well, we're challenging you to no, do the Yorkshire Three Yorkshire Peaks. Three you'll love that. I don't know. I don't know. Behave yourself. Yeah. It's an easy walk. If 26 miles. 24 <laughs> miles. You don't add two miles to it. But again, it's doable with enough time and enough practice and enough. It's the, it, the bit they'll get around that is your mindset. These walks, it's never, it's never really the the mountain that beats you. It's your head, because mm-hmm. you keep going with enough time and enough patience, you can do anything. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so I suppose mm. to sum all this up, we're big fans of being outside. Oh yeah, we're big fans of getting in, yes. running and walking. So if you want to improve your mindset, you want to feel better about yourself, physically, mentally, emotionally, get out, get out, and get yourself, get yourself some. <laughs> Thank you, Rianne. <laughs> It's a pleasure, always a pleasure. And for you lot listening, thanks for listening, and until the next podcast, take care. Bye-bye.